Well, Flip, are you ready for a special trade deadline edition of Curtain Call? What a, what a, wow, what a last 48 hours this has been as we record this on Friday. Um, and the deadline is, uh, the, the official deadline is in like three hours. So uh, it's like amazing what's going on, amazing the deals that have been made. And it's amazing the deals that will probably get made before the close of the, the next three hours. It has been a busy 48 hours, so much so you and I had to rush to the studio to get this one in the can. Um, well, like you said, three hours prior to deadline. So we're, we're not there yet. But since we spoke here on Curtain Call Flip, the Yankees made not one, but two blockbuster deals. First acquiring Joey Gallo from Texas on Wednesday, or I guess technically Thursday is when it became official. And then that same day, picking up Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs. We'll talk about both in detail, but first, just big picture. What does this mean for the Yankees? Uh, it's it's the Yankees have improved themselves immeasurably. Um, you know, no one talks defense enough for, for to suit me. And let's start with the, I don't know. I know they're both offensive players, but let's go with defense just for a second. You you've got Anthony Rizzo, who's one and uh, you know a Gold Glove first baseman has been his number of Gold Gloves. You've got Joey Gallo, who is a, t- a tremendous outfielder. He can play any of the outfield positions, plays them all with equal skill. He can, you know, track things, runs like a deer. He's an athlete out there. He's got an arm. He's got range. He's got everything you want in an outfielder. So the the, the Yankees improved themselves defensively in the outfield, and they improved themselves uh, at first base, obviously, tremendously so. So they've got defense, which helps their pitching. So right, right there, it's a major improvement. And then offensively, they got two big bats, two huge bats that they lefty bats that give them their lineup now balance. So when you face it, in it when, especially in October, when you face those, those elite power pitchers, uh, when the Yankees were very right-hand dominant and you had a lot of right-hand pitching, most pitching is right-handed. You get those, those, you know, those hard p- pitches away. It's hard for a right-hand hitter to square them up. A lefty hitter, it's easier. That's why you want balance and also the short porch at Yankee Stadium. You want balance. That's why lefty hitters are so important. So the Yankees lineup got immeasurably better because you've got now got lefty lefties in it, more lefties than they had before, certainly. That helps them a lot. And their defense becomes better by the acquisition of those two guys, which will help their help their pitching. You've been screaming lefties, lefties, lefties for years. So you yes. have to be happy with this deal. Let's dive okay. deeper into uh the Rizzo deal. I think the best place to start might be uh, tell everybody who texted you after the deal was done. Oh, I heard from Anthony Rizzo. Uh, <laughs> I, I know him um, a couple of years ago. I, every year I, I take my two boys. We go, it's like a, like a the father son trip. We go to the Super Bowl. Pierce, John Edward and I go every year and uh, some we've done it. And a couple of years ago, the first year, I guess when the chiefs were the first time and the, uh, they were playing the 49ers and it was uh, Mahomes' first Super Bowl. And uh, I can't remember where it was, but I'm I sitting, want to say Miami. I th- you're right. It was Miami. Thank you. I see. I think I would know, but of course I don't. But uh, anyway, so we're at the game and uh, he, he wanted to have a conversation with this guy who was sitting right next to us. And, uh, you know, and uh, he said he was a baseball player. When he, once he said that, I, I, I knew who he was. I recognized him, but I didn't say anything. So uh, one of my boys is just talking to him and uh, he introduces uh, Anthony to me. And I said, hello. And he says, uh, I said, you're Anthony Rizzo. And he says to me, yeah. He says, are you a Cubs fan? I said, uh, no. He says, uh, how do you know who I am? I said, because you're Anthony Rizzo. He says, but he says, he says, no one knows who you are in Chicago. I said, no, well, baseball fans know who you are. So we spent the, the rest of the game 
a Super Bowl game talking baseball, Anthony Rizzo and I, for the rest of the game. We didn't talk anything about football, and this great football game was going on, and we were like ignoring it to talk about the, the game of baseball, something near and dear to both our hearts. But really great guy, terrific guy, very charitable guy, done a lot for ch- charities and causes, and a really great baseball player, a linchpin of that, that Cub championship team in 16, and and um, and a, a terrific, terrific uh uh, first baseman. So this is going to be, it's nice to have someone that, you know, on a team that's, it's, uh, but a very nice man, but like I said, but really, really terrific player, but it's fun. Yeah. I, I did hear from him. So then you guys obviously exchange numbers, stay in touch. Um, my, yes. my guess is if you're sitting next to Anthony Rizzo at a Super Bowl, you have VIP seats. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> must be nice to be mr john j Filippelli. that's all i'm saying let me give you uh rizzo's numbers here uh for the season he's batting 248 obp of 346 slugging 446 for a 792 ops now those are down numbers versus his career numbers um perhaps a change in scenery will help that yeah i mean or just he's having was having a little bit of a down year i mean he's only he's like was he 31 31, 32? I'll tell you right now. I think he's 31. You're correct. 31. Okay. So, I mean, he's, he's hardly like, uh, you know, uh, going up there with a cane instead of a bat. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's got a lot of years left and he's got productive years left. It's maybe just a little slower than 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 one uh, one of his normal years. But uh, but still, those are good numbers. I mean, and he'll and he'll uh, and remember now the team that he's going to have around him. Look at what that lineup is now with the Yankees especially by Eddie Gallo as well. I mean, the Yankees lineup is now stacked. That's a stacked lineup. We'll get into the lineup yeah. after we talk about Gallo. Um, one thing I do know is that Rizzo is a free agent at the end of this season, and the next few months will absolutely determine his market. Mm-hmm. So he's coming in incredibly motivated, I think. And, and he would be motivated too also because, I mean, the Cubs were out of it, you know, uh, pretty much out of it. I mean, they're, 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 they're having a fire sale now. They're just selling. Off, they're in a total rebuild now. The Cubs. I mean, it, you could expect Chris Bryant to go today at some point too. He'll get traded as well somewhere. Where's he going? I don't know. He could go to the Mets. He could, right? He could. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not saying he is. I don't. We don't know at this point. It hasn't been. Uh, but I, there are a lot of rumors out there flying. A lot of and who wouldn't want Chris Bryant? Chris yeah. Bryant, uh, Craig Kimbrell is probably going today. He's going too. Um, sure. Zach Davies. I think the yeah. Mets. As funny as it sounds, the Mets need pitching. Zach Davies might yeah. be the answer there. Yeah. But you're right, they're selling. And who wouldn't want – you think uh, teams that are on the fringe, like the Phillies, would want a Kimbrough with all the blown saves the Philly bullpen has had? You think Kimbrough would help the Phillies? You think uh, Kimbrough would help any team out of that pen? Kimbrough is an elite closer. I don't so, think the Dodgers are done either. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Kimbrough was a Dodger. I mean, and then there's rumors about them getting, you know, Turner and uh, and uh, and Scherzer from the Nationals. So <laughs> – I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Dodgers have gotten about everybody, right? Really? Yeah. They're they're constant players here. Uh, but I mean, listen, it's it's fun though. It's it, it. This is a time of the year that is. It's the middle of the season in many people's eyes. It's you know, it's the dog days of the season, and it's it's a day when everybody gets really excited because of all the deals that change the. In many cases, change the entire complexion of a team. Well, can depending on, on the you know on the on the the, uh, the level of deal that gets made at the deadline on the number of deals that can be made, but it does change the whole complaint. It can't change the whole complexion of a team. 
Before we move on, we should note that the Yankees sent minor league right-handed pitcher Alexander Vizcaino and outfielder Kevin Alcantara to Chicago to complete that deal. And Flip, you said that uh, Rizzo's a good guy. Evidence of that in 2017, he won the Roberto Clemente Award. Um, so you're, you're right. The Yankees are getting a good person. Before we move on to Gallo, Flip, let's set the table. I am Kevin Sullivan from the digital media department here at Yes, alongside, as always, Mr. John J. Filippelli on this Friday afternoon, right before the deadline. How are you today, Flip? I'm good. I wish we had a, like a little countdown clock in front of us, but we, I mean, we don't. And uh, we'll put that on the budget, Kev. If we ever get a budget, we'll, <laughs> we'll put on like a, a countdown clock. We just got hair and makeup. Now you want a clock? Yeah, it's good because you have hair and makeup. It's good for a podcast. <laughs> very, very important that we have that. <laughs> Uh, also very important that you rate, review, and subscribe. That really is the best way to help us here. Tell your friends. We are growing. Our numbers are, are amazing lately, Flip. We have to thank the listeners. Yes, we do. And uh, we thank our good friends over at uh, Talking Sopranos, who gave us a nice little bump. shout out. Uh, uh, Steve Sharippa and Michael Imperioli gave us a very nice shout out for our podcast. So that was very nice of the Soprano people. Very nice. Um, interesting conversation in that podcast. Uh, let's just leave it at that. Uh, moving on to Joey Gallo. The Yankees picked him up as well as Joe Lee Rodriguez and Cash from the Rangers in exchange for minor league right-handed pitcher Glenn Otto and infielders Ezekiel Duran, Trevor Hover, and Josh Smith. People I talk to flip around baseball say this is a great deal for the Yankees. I assume you agree. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean the, we've been the Yankees have been chasing Gallo for years, you know. I mean, he makes way too much sense. He just does because again, the the, the short porch in right field, the the the, the pole lefty pole power, you know, um, and you know, and besides his ability to to hit home runs, his his is he's an elite outfielder. He just is, and he can play center field by the way. So I mean, any team that can throw almost any of their outfielders can play center. You know, maybe some play better than others, but at the end of the day, when just about all your outfielders could somehow slot into center field if needed, that says a lot about the depth of your outfield. You know, and he certainly can play center field if need be. And he may, he may in fact see himself out there a little bit. Yeah. Gold Glover, like you said, let me give you his numbers. Batting 223 this season. That's up from his career high, uh, his career 211 right, he average. He's not a leverage. He's not an average hitter. But here's the numbers, right? Yeah, he's not an average hitter, but right. 25 home runs. And this is the one I like. His OBP this year is 379. Right. And you know why that is. He leaves the league in walks with 74. Right. And and his, um, you know, also considering how many times he strikes out, right? That's that's very impressive. Very impressive. It's very impressive when you look at his overall, his, uh, um, his ability to get on base and his ability to slug um, is, is – it makes him it makes him very valuable. It's a very valuable player. When you consider how many times, like I said, he does strike out for him to have an OPS. What's his OPS? Is around is it around eight? Yep, eight sixty nine. It's eight sixty nine. Yep, that's that's a that's an excellent LPS. It's an excellent yeah. LPS. Yeah, you know, people can't is, look. People can't just look at that batting average. Oh no! I mean, right? I mean, no, no number is. All these numbers are now an abstract. You have to sort of take. You have to take a look at them and put them in some kind of context. And you know, it used to be. You know, it's like the way wins don't matter as much to pitchers anymore. Except to take a win away from a pitcher, I think he'll get upset. But at the end of the day, most teams don't look at wins anymore. They look at other things. You know, about innings pitched and quality innings, and you know, 
whip and all sorts of things. They look at other things that keep you into a game and all save wear and tear on your on the rest of the you know the rest of your pitching staff. There's other metrics that they use to measure other than wins. And they, back in the day, it was just basically wins. So Gallo comes in, likely playing a lot of left field. You said some center field yes. as well. Uh, odd man out, Floreal, I guess. I would think. You know, I mean, playing time has to come from somebody. You know, there'll they'll be there'll they'll be players that I won't see the, you know, a lot of the kids. Some of the kids who came up and played won't, you know, won't get a chance to play now. You know, because yeah. Florida, because you know Gallo has to has to take the time. Stanton's going to play some outfield too. You know, the Yankees have been talking about playing Stanton some left. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we're them now we're playing the, the as we record this, we're playing the Marlins three game series starting tonight. I could see I could see uh, Stan back in the outfield in his old haunts. You know. Oh yeah, his old, yeah. He used to play there. You're right. Let yeah. me give you the projected lineup. This is courtesy of Jack Curry on Twitter. It's at jerk Jack Curry. Yes, um, a good follow for sure. He says, uh, "This is the lineup: betting first Lemayhew, second base, second Judge, right field, third Gallo, left field, four Stanton DH, five Rizzo, first base." Six Torres shortstop, seven Sanchez catcher, eight Urshela third base, and nine is either Allen or Gardner in center field. When you have Urshela batting eighth, Sanchez batting seventh, that is a sick lineup. Well, that's what's that's what happened here. You took you got two elite bats and you inserted them in the, in the Yankee lineup to go with a lineup that, in terms of in terms of you know in terms of prestige, in terms of name recognition, in terms of back of the baseball card, it's a very strong lineup the Yankees have. And you know, and I know they've struggled at points this year offensively. And it's been it's, it's just been left. It's been maddening how many you know players have been left on base and key positions and things. And you know, games that one hit would have broken it open, but we didn't, weren't able to get that one hit. So, you know, but but now I don't know who you pitch to in the lineup. I mean, you you, you just go right through it and you say to yourself, where are the where are the easy outs? There really aren't any. And the fact that you've got a lot of right, you're going right, left, right, left. You're getting you're inserting those two left, those two extra lefty hitters in there in that lineup. This makes this a very dangerous lot and it makes your bench stronger. Remember, your bench yeah. now becomes stronger. So this is it has a, res, a residual effect that's uh, you know the 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 glow, the, the the halo effect on this is amazing in terms of what it can do to the Yankee or the Yankee uh, team. And the strong bench, those teams in the 90s, those Yankees teams, that was one of their calling cards. Strong bench. You know, when you got Daryl Strawberry grabbing a bat in the eighth inning to pinch it, that's Tim, something. Tim Raines, Hall of Famer, you know, coming off the bench. Exactly. You had Tim Raines, you had, you know, you had, uh, you know, you had Strawberry. You know, the Yankees had a lot of interesting, uh, you know, ways they could go. Mike Stanley. Mike Stanley. Yeah. Um, I asked you if Floreal was the odd man out. I probably should yeah. do the same thing with Rizzo um, because he's obviously the choice over Voight. Yeah, um, but Voight, why is it, why is he the choice over Voight? Because he's a, he's a better all around player. I mean, right. I mean, I mean, I, I like Voight. I think Voight's a good player. I think Voight has had made made many contributions to the Yankees in the in the rather short time he's been here. When you say short time, he hasn't been here that many years. And he, you know, he led the game in home runs last year, if I recall. I know we had the COVID situation, but he had a nice year for the. And he's always he's always the first one to put up his hand. Comes to a charitable cause, or he's a good guy. He's um, he works hard. He's a he's a. He's a, he's a credit to the game. He's a credit to the Yankees. But at the end of the day, you know, Anthony Rizzo is Anthony Rizzo. I mean, Anthony Rizzo is, is, a, is a, you know, is a certified, certified big league star and has been for a long time. So, right. and, 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 and Rizzo's ability to play defense. 
That's it. I mean, Rizzo is a, is a, is a, well, I keep using the word elite. He's a gold glove first baseman. He's won multiple, many gloves, gold gloves. So he's a terrific first baseman. And, and Voight is not a great fielding first baseman. Yep. Four time gold glover. I think it's three reasons. You named them. Yeah. Uh, gold glove. So it's defense over Voight. Right. Uh, he's lefty over yeah. Voight. There's an advantage. And he's healthy, whereas Voight hasn't been this year. Yeah. Those are three pretty good reasons. All right, let's let's bounce around the league a little bit, real quick before we go. Um, On the special edition of Curtain Call, rate, review, and subscribe. Very important. Very important. Very important. Um, also very important. It looks like the Blue Jays made a a deal right before we logged on. It looks like they're going to get Jose Barrios from Minnesota. What's that mean for Yankees fans? Oh, that's a big that's a big get for the for the Blue Jays. He's a he's a terrific pitcher and. Uh, uh, I mean, Minnesota is just having all kinds of issues and have decided, obviously, they're they're all they are really a massive sell off here uh, because that's that's a pitch you usually don't sell. Uh, you you try to hold on and you build a team around a guy like that. So I'm surprised, actually, that they are because pitching is really hard to come by and elite pitching is really hard to come by. So I'm really sort of surprised that I would see the twins do that. But they did it, apparently. And uh, that is a great get for the Blue Jays. That's a team that has has plenty of bats but doesn't have very many arms. So he will help them out immeasurably. We talked about Kimbrell. We talked about Chris Bryant. Trevor's story is a story. Yeah. I don't know where he's going. There's some of the, it's a long story. the rumors. It's a long story. <laughs> some of the rumors are yeah. Toronto. Imagine if Toronto gets him. The Rays. Wow. The AL East is just busy this deadline. Uh, the Mets are even a story there, potentially. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't see him playing for the Mets, you know, because you've got, you got, uh, you've got who you got at shortstop. You got Lindor, yeah. Yeah, so you're not going to need, you're not going to go there. But, but the reality is that, uh, you know, he could go many places. I mean, there's, and also you've got the whole flood of shortstops. You know, Correa is going to be a free agent. There's a, there's a number of shortstops to be on the market, the Seekers, you know, so you've got, uh, you've got, you got people out there, players out there. If I'm one of these shortstops, I'm looking for a sign and trade. I'm looking to, let's say I'm Trevor Story. I don't, I don't know if he has a no trade, but negotiate that deal now because I don't think the market, there's so many out there that they all can't get paid. I'd want to get paid now. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand. So uh, a couple questions before we run. Are the Yankees done? They, they could use a reliever. Another reliever. I mean, we've had a run on relievers lately, and we've had, uh, you know, uh, we've had uh, some uh, more than our share of injuries to all slew of them. So I would think another reliever would really. You could never have too many good, solid relievers. Another reliever would certainly help the Yankees. I tend to think the Yankees' starting pitching is going to be okay, though. Uh, that I'm not as 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 concerned about. Um, I think that could wind up being a real strength. You know, the way Severino is going to come back now in the next two or three weeks, and that's going to help them. Will help them a lot. To go with Cole, you know, you got Cole, you got Severino, you, so you, you're, and you've got the way Tyone has been pitching, and Kluber is not that far, is not that far away from coming back. So Yankee starting pitching will improve rather dramatically when some of the people out will come back, obviously, and um, you know, and, and you know, Cortez has done a nice job as a as a fill-in, and Montgomery's done well as as well. So you know, the Yankee starting pitching is not bad; it's actually pretty good, especially compared to you know, the depth. The depth is what sells it, you know. So. I like the Yankees starting pitch. It's the bullpen now that's been giving them a lot of problems, but that's why another reliever would, would, would be a, a huge asset to them. 
you said two names that I wanted to bring up. The Yankees obviously are making a quote unquote trade for a starter when Severino comes back. Um, that's a great point there. And I, I recently became president of the Nestor Cortez fan club too. Yeah. Uh, I know yeah. I'm already president of the Greg Allen fan club, but right. the Baltimore fan club. Stop. <laughs> oh, they play. We play them pretty soon. What do you Yeah, Monday. Play? Monday for the second. Wait, it's my clock. Hold on. That's my ship's clock. Yeah, yeah. Famous from the Al Lighter episode. Heard uh, <laughs> World famous. A lot going on, Kev. There's just a lot going on. It's an exciting day in baseball, and it's uh, it's kind of like you know, look, those draft days are the the, Yank, the baseball doesn't have get celebrated as much because you don't really know a lot of the collegiate kids and high school kids in baseball. This this kind of makes up for a little bit. This this trading deadline day is is massively fun. It's important that you could remake a team in a, in, a, in a day, and you and you know, and then you have to declare what you are. Are you are you a contender? Are you a pretender? Are you on the sidelines? Are you in the middle of this thing? What are you? And it's always interesting to see how teams roll at this time of year and what they consider themselves to be. And GMs make a career out of this day, right? Because they can't do anything until November, so they are just. I don't even think they're sleeping this this week. No, I don't blame them. This is a very oh, exciting week. It is. It is. Well, we'll come back and we'll talk about, I'm sure, the trades that will happen within the next few hours next week. Um, until then, what do you think? You want to land this thing? Uh, in the words of Ashley Fugazi, it's time to land the plane. Let's go. Thank you for this very special edition of Curtain Call. Hope you've enjoyed it. This little update. We just we felt it was uh, uh, something we want to do for you guys, and we appreciate you listening. So thanks again. Rate, review, subscribe, and we'll see you down the road shortly. Thank you.